All right, it's your boy DJ Cyclops here with another episode of After the Music Stops right here on Hicks Cartel Radio. And we have the lovely, talented, beautiful Miss Alexis Finley out of Houston, Texas, y'all. What's going on? Nothing. Just everything. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing but everything, literally. I'm good. How are you, though? Doing good, doing good. You know, you know, just trying to stay alive in this pandemic. You know, I know. Like that is the goal. Yes, yes. I, I just actually I just got over it. So you know, it, it's oh really? Yes, it's very emotional and mental stressful. I'm I'm perfectly. I feel fine, but like mentally, it, yes, it's it messes with you. Yeah, I had it before back in July. Yeah. So yeah, it, it, it's it, yeah. <laughs> um. So let, let's let's get into this song where you at i heard a track love the track it's already in rotation on the station so tell me well first of all the the beat compliments your voice you know i've like i told you before i've listened to some of your early music and you know um it's it's certain songs that just captures the artist's voice and this song right here it did just that. And so my question to you is, what was the concept behind this song? Like, how, how did this concept come about? Well, it was definitely meant to be fun. Um, definitely meant to be uh, something people can dance to. Um, but more so on some type of, uh, I'm looking for a soldier type of vibe. So it's like I'm open to love, but only if it's right. And I know my worth. So you, if you're going to come, you just got to come correct. So it's just kind of like I need to know, like, where you at? <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. So, OK. And then you got the track All Me. Which is on that boss lady type anthem. And, you know, I know the concept. I know where the concept came from, you know, from our previous interviews. But for mm-hmm. those who don't know, what where did that concept come from? Well, that one was honestly just a pure representation of my life at, at the time. And still now, honestly, walked into the studio, they asked me how I'm feeling. I sang about, you know, heartbreak and like being a savage and all of that. And I'm just like, okay, well, let's talk about being in my bed. Like, you know, all the things that basically got me to this point in my career. Um, saw certain things that, you know, I prayed for and worked hard for, was able to do those things and obtain those things. So it's just seeing a lot of things come to fruition and, um, you know, not needing anyone to make it to the next level necessarily. Just building my own foundation. Now, I'm not saying you don't need other people, but it's just about, you know, being self-made. Gotcha. Gotcha. So growing up in Houston, you grew up in Houston, correct? Yes, I did. All right. So growing up in the Houston area and seeing the music evolve in Houston over the past 10, 15 years, like, what is your outlook on the music scene now and how you fit into that scene in the Houston area? 
I feel like here in Houston, the um, the lane is wide open for me, to be honest. Uh, you know, growing up, we had, well, I had Destiny Child. That was like the biggest group, R&B group out of Houston um, at that time. Um, since then, there hasn't been many singers, many R&B artists that have just you know made it made it like that when it came to music so I feel like the lane is wide open for me I don't think anyone is releasing anything that sounds the way my music is sounding um so I'm super excited about this next album uh to answer the question yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) you know you get to talk and you be like wait did I answer your question (laughs) yeah that answers the question that answers the question uh now you you said Destiny's Child so let me let me ask you this. Was you Destiny's Child originally Destiny's, Destiny's Child? Where you know the toy and all them? Or was you picked up with the Kelly, Beyonce, Michelle, Destiny's Child? Which one were you? I was super young with the, all four, but I still obviously knew who they were. Um I related more to the three girl group just because of the age I was at the time. Gotcha. Okay. okay. No, almost a preteen and, you know. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, you start going through things and emotions as a little girl, as a young girl or a young teenager. So you just relate a little bit more. Yeah. Cause, well, I can't say for myself with the girl groups, but, you know, like, you know, I, I felt that way, like, you know, with Drew Hill, you know, boys to men that's that's where I related myself to you know um so showing my age but uh so with with the music scene now in Houston you have you know uh Megan and um Erica and uh, all them coming out you know and it's like a a female push in Texas right now so with you being the R&B person that you are, do you see yourself collabing with them, you know, to, you know, um, get that cross, you know, cross, you know, lanes? Oh, yeah, I'd be definitely open to that. Um, both talented artists. Um, I definitely love Megan. Um, so, I mean, I, I feel like it would be a, a good vibe. Um, my brand is a little different, but that's where versatility comes in. So I think we'd be good. Everybody got a little ratchet side. Because <laughs> the reason why I say, you know, Megan and Erica, like, with all me, I hear a remix with all three of y'all. Just boom, you know. This. Oh, all three. Okay. Yeah, you know, y- y'all, 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 you know, y'all bosses in your own lane. You know, and y'all need no, like I said, y'all don't need nobody to tell you anything. So I see that, you know, we, we're going to make that happen. <laughs> we're going to make that happen. Manifest that. Yes. <laughs> so, all right, besides the music, let the world know who Alexis really is. Well, outside of the music, um, honestly, I'm just... Um, a very consistent person, um, a very um, social person. I'm a socialite. I like to do group activities. I like to give back. I like to 
encourage people, the people around me. I'm kind of like a I win, we all win type of person. Um, and then my main focus through music, how to translate who I am through music is basically to teach somebody how to overcome any obstacle in their life. So a lot of my music is about like overcoming some type of obstacle in any area of your life that you may face. Normally, I always have a way or a message of how to overcome in pretty much all of my music. So I just, yeah, just very self-motivated, very consistent, family-oriented, socialite. I like to play games. I like to go out. I like to dance. Yeah, I'm a pretty much all the way around girl, if that makes sense. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. So, um, you know, meeting you, well, first I met you, you know, over a Zoom. You know, we had our interview before and, you know, I felt the good energy and the vibes and then actually meeting you in person and just to see your energy in person is like a Zoom call doesn't, does, doesn't do any justice when meeting you in person because like, like you said, you're very outgoing, you know, you like to have fun and I got to see the, I guess the, I wouldn't even want to call it the artist side of Alexis. I got to see the, I guess the person of Alexis, you know, it was, it was, it was fun. You know, we did it in Dallas uh, back in December and, you know, guess chopping it up with you there. It was, you know, it was good vibes all the way around. Um, even with your management, you know, talking to her, it was y'all, y'all have a good mess well as well, because, yeah. you know, if you and your management don't mesh well, you know, it's not always going to be good, good vibes, but y'all mesh well, like to the point where my mom, she asked, she's like, are they sisters? I was like, I don't think so, but <laughs> like, like a big sister to me. Gotcha. 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 So when was it in life when you actually said music is what you wanted to do? I was probably four years old. Oh, I've, it's been forever, honestly. Um, I've always pretended to be a singer, like, you know, when I was a little kid and my grandmother's heels and the remote control as my microphone. So I've always had a passion for music. Um, I just, it just took me a little while to find my way as far as like making my own music. I wanted to be financially stable, to be able to invest in myself and, um, I didn't want to owe anybody anything. You know, a lot of people in this industry, yeah, you can build relationships and, you know, help help one person out and get help from another person. That's cool. But a lot of times um, people hold things over you, you know, when they do things for you. So I just wanted to be able to put my money where my mouth is, honestly. That's the best way to put it. So once I got myself in position for that and became the best version of myself, then I started releasing music. And I'm still a work in progress. We all go through things. But, yeah, I, I did the work. Mind, body, spirit, all of that. Gotcha, gotcha. And when she says she's putting in the work, she's putting in the work. Because if y'all look at her social media, she is working every day. Like, <laughs> so, you know... Um, far as when you like okay you say you started at four or five um now you know you have some people that be like I 
started off in the church? Did you start off singing in choir? Yeah, I did. I did. Um, I was I was in the choir. I was on usher board, a school choir, church choir, um, church choir, probably up through middle school. And then I actually got into a gospel choir when I was in college for a couple of years, too. We had like a um, Baptist student union mm-hmm. uh, organization. So we used to travel to different churches and sing. Gotcha. Gotcha. So alto, soprano. So I thought I was alto for a majority of my life until I started taking vocal lessons um, back in 2017. And she said I'm a mezzo soprano. Gotcha. Like a soprano too, not the high one, but the one that's like I'm saying. But I can sing. Um, I can sing as low as like tenor, honestly. Oh, so I, okay. have a, I have a decent range. I, I like to think. Yes, I've I've heard the something with your range. Yes, and um, okay. So if you wasn't doing music, what would you be doing? If I wasn't doing music, um, I probably would be doing something in the beauty industry. So um, something dealing with makeup, because I actually do have a passion for makeup. Um, Also, I'm really into fitness, but I I don't know that I'd be a trainer or anything. So I would probably say like makeup um, and then like real estate investment. And that's that's kind of what I'm diving into now. So. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. And I admit, and I usually always ask this at the beginning of the interview when I have people from Houston. I forgot to ask you. Frenchies or Timmy Chance? Uh, the original Frenchies chicken is better than Timmy Chance chicken. But that shrimp fried rice and them rolls. <laughs> I don't think that, like, I mean, now I eat kind of differently, but like, I'm just thinking about childhood memories. I enjoy Timmy Chan's more. Okay. 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 Yeah. I'm getting Not the new ones, the original ones. Yeah. The original Timmy Chan's on point. Yes. Cause I, I I'm always back and forth to Houston because my grandma and all of my dad's side of the family is up there. So I know about that. So that's why I always ask. And it's like always a debate, like Frenchies is better. No, it's not. <laughs> I feel like it's not. So, um, okay. With the, with you doing music, is this your full-time? Is music your full-time right now? Not yet. Not okay. yet, but it will be very soon. I'm about to take um, a leap of faith here in the next month or so. So pray for me. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I always talk to artists and be like, okay, is this your full time or you still working your nine to five, you know, um, trying to support your dreams with your nine to five so but i feel like with your leap of faith that's about to happen i feel like you about to step away from your nine to five yeah that's the plan honestly i'm just trying to um 
be able to give music more time because time is money and be able to make the same money and some more with spending less time. So just a smarter way to make money. Gotcha. More of passive income versus, you know, you have to put in this much hours to get this or that to get this. So um, that's my goal. Yeah. And I, I get scared sometimes, of course, but I have faith and uh, sometimes you have to be uncomfortable to, to truly get to where you're supposed to go. And by uncomfortable, I mean, just like not having a safety net, of course. So, you know, I've, I've made a lot of money. I've invested a lot of money in my career. I've saved money. I have the tools to, you know, make money other ways. I just have to utilize my resources. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm a, if I need to go back, which I don't think I will have to, but if I did need to, I got a license. I can, but that's not the goal. That's not gotcha. the goal. Gotcha. So I'm going to hey. be good regardless. <laughs> gotcha. So and you say you're in realty, real estate? Yeah, right now I'm a loan officer. So that's my nine to five. So I'm trying to move more so into the real estate investment to where I can just kind of make money and not spend, you know, 10, 11 hours a day working. Gotcha. You can make money in your sleep, that type of money. Yeah. Of course, I got to put in work, but it's not going to be 10 hours worth a day. Gotcha. Gotcha. Five days a week. I'm pretty sure it's not going to be that, you know. Gotcha. And, you know, uh, I'm I'm not in the real estate. I'm in, like, uh, financial services. I do, like, uh insurance like life insurance so you know that would i have my license in that to where i took a leap of faith stopped working in nine to five i was like okay this is what i'm gonna do and you know that's why i brought up the, the scenario of making money while you sleep because i can literally make money while i sleep you know uh because i have you know the 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 team behind me to where, okay, I don't always got work. Mm -hmm. Like, so, you know, um, but it it was uncomfortable at first and I was scared because I didn't know anything about financial services at all. Um, It was just something I guess fell into during the pandemic. So, you know, um, I think a lot of people uh, during the pandemic try new things. Yeah, for sure. And speaking of the pandemic, through with your career, how did that how did that go through the since we're well still going through the pandemic, but like 2020 and 2021, how did that affect it? The pandemic was probably the best thing that ever happened for my career. Okay. And reason being, for my nine to five career, the rates went down. So we were we had a lot of business from like March 2020 to, and it was already uh, kind of rapid, but the rates dropped, dropped. So we were super busy running fast from March 2020 all the way up until um, maybe like September 2021 for a year and a half and then before that it wasn't too bad and then it started inching up and then it was still kind of good so 
Yeah, that allowed me to, um, you know, get further in my music, um, be able to hire the the best production because um, production is everything. You know, you you got to make music that you can hear on, on the radio or just seem like it's produced by somebody that's, you know, can compete with that A-list celebrity sound. Yeah, that, that's the goal, you know, and that's going to just allow you to put your best foot forward as an artist. As far as my career during the pandemic, my manager, Amber, she was she was actually she had just started being my publicist at that time. So I was starting from ground zero. I was going to different interviews at the beginning of 2020, uh, going to different events, building relationships with DJs. And then the pandemic happened. So I did everything virtual. I would literally do my makeup while I'm at my desk with my headset on the little mirror. And if if I didn't do that, I literally had to do like a 20 minute face after work to be on the Zoom call. Um, and sometimes some nights I had two Zoom calls. I did my my vocal lessons. I did my training. I did uh, artist development. I did that all on Zoom. So I basically just made it happen and made it work. I even did a couch concert. Oh. So. Yeah, I, I was able to still do a lot of things. Um, I think the creativity that we were able to um, show and have as a people during the pandemic was beautiful. I, there was a lot of scams going on, but the creativity was at an all-time high. And it's just good to see people figure out ways to make it happen and during these times. Like, I was blessed not to, you know, lose employment. Um, but honestly, if it wasn't for the pandemic, uh, I wouldn't have been able to keep the same job and move back to Houston. And when I moved back to Houston, I met the producer and writer that I'm working with now on my album. And it's some of the best music I've ever made, like ever made. It is the best, it is the best work of art that I've had (laughs) thus far, to be honest. So if I wouldn't, if the pandemic wouldn't have never happened, they wouldn't have let us be remote forever. I wouldn't have been able to keep the same pay because we were making a lot, a lot. Um, and I would have still probably been in Dallas. Gotcha. gotcha. Found a different way. But yeah, so it's just, yeah, everything happens for a reason. And it placed me here. I was able to come here and purchase a home. Like I always wanted to move back, but I wanted to move back when it was right. And I just had something to show for myself. Not that I couldn't have come back before, but I didn't want to come back and start over. I want to be able to depend on me. Okay. Okay. So you were in Dallas. How long were you in Dallas before you actually moved back? Six years. Six years. Okay. Mm -hmm. So in in the Dallas area with your music and that that music scene, how, how did that work? Because, you know, Dallas is, even though Dallas got some heavy hitters in Dallas, but it was all, I felt like Dallas was always, like, in the shadows of Houston. Um, I think Dallas um, is definitely on the come up when it comes to music. You know, my team is in Dallas. Um, they had a lot of opportunities. I feel like the music uh, scene down there is actually pretty small, though. So I was able to network with a lot of people and, and actually – Somewhat have a, a fan base in Dallas and Houston, which is nice. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay. So, with 
I want to know about this Couch Count concert. So it was it like a the what was it a small table concert that you see on YouTube? Was it like that? No, I was on my couch and oh. I had one of my banners in the background and I sang what four songs from my first EP recovery. This was well, this is why I was still working on Sensitive Savage and hadn't released it yet. Gotcha. Okay. 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 Yeah, so I did a full couch concert um, on my old couch. I had my gray sectional. I dressed up for it. Didn't have nails on because we was in the pandemic. <laughs> so <laughs> Well, yeah, I had my merchandise on and everything. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So, and you say with moving back to Houston, you are able to connect with your producer that you're working with now. Mm-hmm. Is that like a producer that, you know, how some artists have that go-to producer that, you know, it's like, okay, like Kanye with Jay-Z and Dr. Dre with Eminem. Like, is that your producer? Is that what I can see? I told him I want him to be my vocal producer. I don't know if he said yes or not. Oh. <laughs> I feel like it's a given, though. We all still want to continue to do work together. Um, but he's super talented, and he um, he pushes me to be better. So I've become a better artist, so there's nothing really more that you can ask for. And he's honest. You know, if something doesn't sound right, something doesn't look right, he's going to tell you. And and you just have to have people around you that will be honest with you and not just praise you or say whatever you want to hear. Good old yes man. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want no <laughs> yes man in my life. Nowhere in my life. Gotcha. Yeah, because, you know, as an artist myself, you know, working with a producer, it, it's very critical because like you said if you find that right producer they're gonna push you they're gonna be honest with you you know um they you know they're gonna they're gonna make a beat that's catering to your voice that's gonna know your voice you know um that goes back to the point where i said now i might be jumping the gun he did he do the single where mm-hmm. you at? Okay, okay. Yeah, so, every every song that I'm like releasing right now, between now and like March, is something he did. Okay, uh, it's uh, producer King Lab Ox. Oh, sorry, Lab Ox. King is his uh, Instagram name. So Lab Ox. Okay, okay, yeah. So that, that goes back to my point when I said that song catered to your voice. You know, now was it? Was it you heard the beat first and then he built the uh you built the song around it, or was it he heard your lyrics first and then built it around it? Mostly every beat was built. Okay. And then we wrote to the song. We actually wrote as a team. So it's the first time I wrote with a group of people as well. Gotcha. Now how how is that? Because I know some people be like, nah, I gotta write by myself because y'all not really understanding what I feel. You know, so how's that? I mean, first off, that's the package I paid for. So the package <laughs> I paid for come with all of that. You know? Gotcha. So, okay. <laughs> what I paid for, and he not gonna have his name on nothing that's not stellar. You know. Gotcha. So how was it? It was different at first, 
but I feel like they had good ideas. So they just basically took my thoughts and certain things that I said and just made it better. And even later in the project, there's some songs where I probably only wrote four lines and they took off with it. That's not majority of them, but like, um, like one of my later songs. Yeah. Yeah. So I, it's like, I kind of trust them. Like I kind of give them the vibe, what I want to say. I'll say certain stuff and they are like, okay, well, let's say it like this. Well, let's say it like that. But I am involved in the total creative process of it. Gotcha. 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 So I hear you talk about the project. When's the project coming out? So it's going to be um, right before the concert, uh, the Chris Brown concert, Chris Brown and Monica benefit concert. That's on the 19th. So it's going to either be out the 17th or the 18th, that Thursday or that Friday. I'm pushing for that Thursday so people can like learn the music. Um, And then the name of the album is actually going to be titled Beautiful Ones. Gotcha. Gotcha. If I'm not mistaken, that's almost around your birthday time, right? Yeah, my birthday is uh, the 15th. So it's the same week. Yeah, because I know Amber was telling me that it was like a the event. Yeah, yeah. So, um, okay, okay. So, the video to where you at? Is that coming soon? So, the video to where you at, um, we actually are kind of doing more snippets for that, like snippet visuals for where you at. Okay. Um, We did shoot a video for where you at, um, but it wasn't up to par. I don't know if I'm supposed to say that, but. It's the truth. It wasn't up to par. It was all the truth. There you go. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't up to par. And um, we happened to basically go back and send the footage to someone else to see if we can get a better product. But in the meantime, we're going to still give you visual content. And then we're going to focus on the video for Beautiful Ones because that's going to be the self-titled, you know, the, the track titled EP not ep album name so we actually have a song on the ep title on the album sorry <laughs> title beautiful ones as well i'm so used to doing eps yeah it's my first album as if you can't tell yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know it, you know people don't realize there is a difference between an ep and an album you know uh when i first released my album i was calling it an ep i was like well, yeah, this is an EP. Like, no, this is a, a full-length album. Like, I was like, oh, okay, so it's an album. So, yeah, you know, people don't realize there is a difference. Um, and now I'm working on an EP, so it's different. Yeah, so uh, do you have any features on here on this album? I don't. No features. All you. Yep. All you, okay. Okay, okay. Do you want to work with anybody in the future? Uh, yes. I have a couple people that um, want to do music together. I um, My ultimate person that I would like to uh, collab with is going to be Drake. <laughs> okay. I keep saying it till it comes true, you know. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. So 
growing up, who did you like look up to in the music industry? Um, at any artist? Any artist. Uh, definitely uh, Beyonce, because she's just like a triple threat. Um, she just embodies like somebody who gets it done from all angles. Gotcha. Stage, business, all of that. Um, rappers that I respect and look up to, I would say T.I. Um, I definitely respect his business mindset. Uh, outside of that, hmm, I'm not, I don't really have a type when it comes to like, oh, that's my favorite singer or oh, that's my favorite rapper. I just have multiple people that I like enjoy listening to. Okay. That's so, like who I look up to. I would say like those two are, are up there for me. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, okay. So let's do it like this. Your top five singers. Um, Beyonce, Solange, mm. hmm, Jasmine Sullivan, mm-hmm. mm. Lauren Hill. This fifth one is going to be hard. Hmm. I know it's a throwback. Hmm. We're just going to go with uh, Jill Scott. We're going to go with her. Okay. Okay. Now, with Ghost Father, you just named mm-hmm. Solange. I never hear people say they're putting her in the top five. That you know, I I'm I was surprised when you said Solange. You know, I was like, oh, okay. Now, Beyonce, that that's given. Mm-hmm. Jasmine Sullivan is all time my favorite singer, so I don't care. She's gonna be on somebody's list. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Lauren Hill, you know, you know, you have like both sides. You have the rap and the singing. You know, I, that's why I loved about Lauren. Jill Scott, I loved her to this day. And, you know, but she's still not over Jasmine Sullivan. Um, so, you know, um, now, far as the, the rappers, who you got? Oh, and I will just say on Solange, listen to the album, A Seat at the Table. Okay. Okay very powerful album and um she's a pretty pretty great vocalist actually she just comes from a different perspective so yeah check that out but um uh, rappers um i'm not really a big rap person gotcha um i like jay-z um 50 the older 50 cent oh get rich die trying 50 cent Got yeah okay. <laughs> yeah okay yeah um i would say kendrick lamar is dope 
I'd put Drake in the category and I got somebody in mind, but I don't want to say him. I feel like he's not up there with for me. Um, rapper, 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 rapper. Yeah, we're gonna stick with those four. <laughs> hey, you know, I'm surprised you didn't say Ti because you said Ti. I guess you you're looking at Ti the businessman. Yeah, look up to. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. He's a good rapper too. I just don't know if he's my top five. Gotcha. Okay. 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 I gotta do some studying. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. So with with the project coming out, you know, um, it's a leap of faith you about to taking a month. What's next after what 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 were we talking? Tour dates or what's what's going on? Uh, honestly, I don't have any tour dates. So hopefully the um, concert opens up doors for other tour dates. I'm pretty sure they're working on some stuff, but that's, that's my main focus right now. And then, of course, just campaigning with this new album because it's like all coming up literally the same week. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. And this ain't no small concert from what I heard. This is Chris Brown, Monica, and who else did he, did he say? Arthur Tiller. Yeah, yeah. So you know that's that's not like a small concert there, you know. Pretty big deal. Yeah, like so. How did that come about? How did that happen? Um, I've built a lot of good relationships with some DJs here in Houston, and the hosting DJ is really cool with BC, and he has DJ Kiati has been supporting the record too. So we work with the same producer as well, me and Kiati. Gotcha. Music is good, so he just, you know, offered me the opportunity. Nice, nice. On it. Uh, I know you're super excited about that. Like, and I told Amber, I said, oh, I wish I could come, but I'll be in South by Southwest. Oh, yeah. you probably, A lot of people will be. Yeah, so if I, I will be there, but I'm hosting an event in South by Southwest, so it's not like I can guess skip south by southwest i'm actually hosting the event because i was actually trying to get you on south by southwest until mm-hmm. she told me the date i was like oh well never mind yeah i can't perform a month before the concert so gotcha gotcha so um so after that like you said it's, it's basically wide open for you yeah yeah i'm be trying to Make sure I get some um, passive income flowing during that time and um, be open to just moving around my music. And that will be amazing. Gotcha. You know, I could fly out somewhere on a Tuesday or Wednesday, you know, just different <laughs> stuff like that that I have not been able to do ever. So I'm excited. Gotcha, gotcha. So beautiful ones is that's your next single, right? Uh, yes, after where you at? Okay, so it's gonna be released before this album drops, or when the album drops, it's going to be like um, because it's the name of the album is Beautiful Ones, so okay. it's just gonna drop like as a song and an EP. 
Really and also um march is women's history month mm. yeah gotcha Perfect. and beautiful ones are referring to women gotcha okay 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 so let me ask you this question how do you balance the alexis finley personal life to alexis finley career well i just kind of i mean i always try to go out of my way to make time for family um and friends like celebrations when i can Uh, i move around the city a lot because you know it's important that my city knows me um because you know i I was based out of dallas for a little while so um i'm able to do certain things as um as far as love life, I don't really have much of one anymore. But when I did, I was, I just basically made time for what I wanted to make time for. You know, uh, I always find a way. I'm a compromising person. Um, I do go out of my way for people, but it's always beneficial to me. You know, if you're feeding and sorry, if you're pouring into me and sewing into me, I do the same with you. And so I just try to be there for people like they are there for me when I can. So, and when I can't, they understand. Gotcha. Now, I know I I have a big, uh, I, I guess it's kind of a gift and a curse. Cause you said um, you do for a lot of people, right? So is it more so like to the point where it's like, okay, I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm doing. And then at the end, it's like, okay, I still want that same type of energy flowing my way. So if it's not that same energy, I'm kind of not really rocking with you. Is, Is that how it is? Yeah. So right now I'm in the phase of, closing off my circle, making sure my affairs are airtight because I'm about to blow up. Don't know how soon. Soon. But After this concert, soon. Whatever soon <laughs> means, I'm about to blow up. So I have to make sure I um, watch who surrounds me. And I'm really big on energy. You know, really, really big on energy. Like I work off of energy, so I can't have anybody that doesn't have my best interests at heart around me. So if I feel like I'm giving more than I'm receiving and the relationship isn't beneficial, and sometimes like I do get benefits out of relationships, but sometimes God doesn't really intend for everybody to go to the next stage with you. Mm. Sometimes you just appreciate the relationship, whatever type of relationship it is, for what it was. Learn and take the positives that you learn from them and, and anything that you could have done better, you know, self-critique, but move on and move forward and be positive. Just because you move past certain people in your life don't mean they won't come back around. Or and, and if they don't come back around, that's fine. It doesn't mean that there's any love loss. It's just people are meant for different phases and chapters, reasons, seasons, and lifetimes. The best way to put it. You better speak on that. I need to hear that. <laughs> uh, yes, because, you know, 
it, it's weird because I, I I've interviewed so many you know artists and they're like they're almost on the same vibe as you but then it's like okay if you don't understand what I'm doing as an artist okay perfect example you say you about to take a leap of faith boom right cool and if you're in a relationship with somebody and they don't believe in the dream that you believe in so they're like okay so now you you're you're always telling them okay it's like a you're chasing a pipe dream to them but this is like your real life dream you know this is what you want so you go to take that leap of faith and some people don't understand when you're in a relationship the sacrifices you do have to make to get to where you want you know um for like myself you know being a dj being a relationship is like they're like oh this is not a real job no dj is a real job yeah definitely is a real job (laughs) so it's not just us out here pushing buttons or scratching some turntables that's not all we do we actually put in work you know um so you know like with the artists that i've talked to they're like yeah we've had those relationships where like this is not gonna work because you're you're doing full-time music and you're not able to support yourself at the moment so how have you had those encounters like that before um to where well I mean I'm not doing it full time yet but anybody as far as relationships um that I've dated or been involved with they've always been really understanding and supportive of my music okay there might have been one person like an ex from like 2017 that probably would have interfered with my career um, cause he was just selfish. Um, other than that, everybody around me, like, even if things don't work out between us, anybody I've dated, like they just support me even after, even if we don't talk, like they, they have always believed in my career and what I wanted to do as far as music and always motivated me. I can say that the few guys that I have picked have at least been good in that area to where I felt supported. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Now, you know, you got the song, all me, no sponsors. And then you got some dudes. Okay. You got some dudes that might feel intimidated because they're like, Oh, she don't need no dude. Take care of her. She, she good. She Gucci. So like, you know, have you had those encounters where, like, it's kind of hard to, like, find somebody that that's going to, I guess, meet those criteria that you want? Um, I feel like a lot of men may be intimidated by me, but a lot of men don't show me that they're intimidated by me. It's always this maybe this unspoken thing, you know? Um, but I'm, I'm a really open person 
and anybody I'm in a relationship with or somebody I'm like seeking to date, I just kind of put everything on the table. I don't ask for much from a man, only what should be required. You know, you don't have to make more than me. I didn't expect men to like, oh, make more than I was making because generations wasn't making what I was making. You know what I mean? So it's just like, I can't really expect that, you know, cause I'm coming with my own, but I just want you to be able to be an asset. Just like I'm going to be an asset to you in your life. So you don't, you don't have to take care of everything. I'm not expecting to be completely pampered and all that stuff. Now, if that happens, like I'm good with that, just hold your own and, and be there for me mentally, emotionally, um, believe in me. Don't let me be, um, a lesser version of myself, motivate me to be the best version of myself, have a mindset of, you know, not being complacent. I can't stand that. Like you have to want to grow. And I feel like that is not necessarily hard to find. Cause I felt like for a minute I found it. It was just other issues. Gotcha. It was other issues and other responsibilities that that person had to where it took time away from me. And normally when that happens is I just get less than what I deserve. And then, you know, there's, you know, been some, people to you know lie in the past and not be completely transparent or realistic about their situation so I mean that's been something I faced too so has it been hard to find the full package or yeah kind of yeah kind of yeah um (laughs) people like to fall in love with me but are not suited and booted for an actual relationship So I just think that, you know, God may just want me to go on this next journey uh, by myself and my team and my friends and family, not necessarily with a man, you know, but I'm sure want to come along that checks all the boxes. I know nobody's going to be perfect, but, you know, you have to choose your heart. And if the heart is getting less than what you deserve, or or being lied to and and the trust is not there then that's not worth it (laughs) that's not a heart that's worth it so it's nothing i'm willing to compromise i'm not sure if i even answered your question i probably answered it (laughs) (laughs) no you did you did (laughs) um because you know it like i said it's hard when you're in the industry and you know you want to you know find well you're not really looking at the moment, but when it does happen, you know, like you said, you guys got to make sure they're checking all those boxes. And then you got to find the right one that's going to understand what you're doing and not get jealous when you're in the limelight, you know, because you're about to, like, like you said, you're about to blow up. We already know that. So, you know, with you know, something like going back to the intimidation, like all the jealousy comes in the factor, like, because you're going to have so many people looking at you, dudes included, to where they're like, okay, you know, 
they're going to be right there with you 24-7 just to make sure nobody's coming into, into the house. So, um, okay, okay. Well, hey, I think the world got to really understand who Alexis is, you know? Um, any last closing remarks? Um, I would say what I like to tell people is just be consistent, be consistent, be intentional. If you want something, go after it, see what you need to do to implement that, implement that and just be consistent. Okay. And that will take you very far. Don't take your foot off the gas. All right. All right. So for those who uh, want to attend the concert in March, how can they uh, get information on that? Uh, you can go to toyotacenter.com. It's um, March the 19th. Doors open at 7, starts at 8 o'clock. Okay. Okay. And you are opening, correct? I'm an opener, yes. Okay. All right. All right. All right. And you say the seeds go to drop either that Thursday or that Friday. Mm hmm. Yes. Okay. All right. All right. Beautiful. Beautiful one. Yes. 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 So I'm going to need an exclusive for you. <laughs> we got you. Yeah. So, okay. Um, and, you know, I'm a part of Fleet. And I don't know if you got the invitation already, so I'm putting it out there already. July 14th through the 18th, we'll be in Jacksonville, Florida for our fleet conference. Um, I don't know if y'all have anything in that time frame. But yeah, uh, July 14th, I'll send you all the, well, I'll send you and Amber the information and uh, we'll go from there. Okay, well, sounds good. That is far out, so um just, <laughs> we'll definitely talk about it me and amber yeah on see if we can pull up for sure okay and how can everybody find you i am on all social media platforms as i am alexis finley and on all streaming platforms as alexis finley be sure to check out my single all me no sponsors and also my latest single where you at all right, all right. This was another great episode of After Music After the Music Stops. I'm your host, DJ Cyclops. We had a lovely, beautiful, talented Alexis Finley with us today. So we will see y'all when we see y'all. Y'all stay blessed. See y'all.